We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Spotify Green Room Live Room Monday night. This is our seems like our normal time now. We're going to stick to a, a little schedule, a little routine. So this is a Monday night right now, at the time of this recording. And you know, like we've been saying, there's not really much to talk about as far as football. But you know, we're not here to complain because we're still here to talk Lions football, and there's still stuff to talk about Lions football. So. Um, Scrolling through Twitter this weekend, I'm like, you know, what can we talk about? What can we talk about on the Spotify room this week? And I stumbled across something very interesting, and not something I usually like to give attention to, but I figured with the slow time in football, I figured this was a perfect time to kind of bring up this topic and kind of discuss this topic. So, like I said, I, I stumbled across this list on Twitter, and this list was Chris Sims analysis, former football player, former quarterback. He made himself a list of the top quarterbacks in the game, or not top quarterbacks. He actually ranked every single quarterback, or at least his opinion, the top 40 quarterbacks in the NFL, and he ranked them from 1 to 40. So, you know, as as I'm looking at this list, I'm like, okay, first of all, I want to know where Stafford is, and I want to know where Jared Goff is, and then, you know, I'll dissect the list after I see those two names, okay? So you look at the list. Patty Mahomes, one. Josh Allen, two. A bit rich, but Josh Allen, two. And then you see Stafford at eight. Okay, I'm like, okay, that's fair. Um, expecting, you know, when it gets to, like, maybe, like, that 14 to, I'll even say, as far as, like, 23 range, I'm expecting to see somewhere of Jared Goff. I, and, I'm you know, going through this list, uh, I'm seeing guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm seeing guys like Taysom Hill, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Big Ben. Even James Winston's in the middle of this. I'm like, um, am, am I missing Jared Goff? So I had to look around. I had to look around this list one more time. Around that point, and I still see no Jared Goff. I go towards the bottom half of the list, all the way down to number 31. Jared Goff is ranked number 31 on Chris Sims' top 40 quarterbacks. Obviously, this is all the way back in June. But Jared Goff is, you know, not a rookie. You know, he's been to Super Bowl. He's had multiple years of experience, so I thought it was a bit interesting to see Jared Goff at, at pick 31. I want to kind of get you guys' opinion. Obviously, Chris Sims is is known to have a vocal opinion. Um, he he was very opinionated during the draft when making his big board for the quarterbacks. Had uh, 
believe Kellen Mond as his quarterback four. I, I can't remember who was it above. Was it above? Um, ah man, I can't even think who was like who was like the like the significant quarterback he had. Kellen Mond ranked above. It might have been Justin Fields. I I don't remember. These other Fields or, or Trey Lance. I don't remember exactly. So. I, I just thought it was interesting. So Malcolm, Pierre, whoever wants to take the mic, you look at Chris Sims' list, pick 31. I said I don't usually like to give attention to these big media outlets because I feel like they just sometimes spew bullshit just to kind of get people like us talking about it. But it's in the middle of June. There's not really much to talk about football-wise. So I want to start off with Malcolm, first of all, actually. So I, I said it's open mic. I'll get Pierre after this. But I want to start off with Malcolm. See Jared Goff ranking at 31. What's your initial thoughts of that? And – is just just seem kind of disrespectful. All right, before I start, I just want to say, finally, Mr. Hart has come back to Green Room. That's all I want to say. Well, what happened, and why weren't you in Green Room? You were in the last session. I know, but I just, I mean, um, the, the, the Rockies. Just, just let me, just let me have my moment. Oh, God, damn it! My, my, my fault, my fault, my fault. Oh, you know, I'm gonna give you the mic. I, I am. I, let me I'm, have I'm, my moment. God damn it! I'm going to mute myself. I just talked for a good like two minutes, maybe even more. Go ahead. And yeah, got, this, you got my, you got my man Eli. He's, he's, he's hyping you up right now. He said, "Finally, <laughs> the Rock has come back." All Woo! right, this is your moment. Go ahead. Yes, Mr. R has come back to Green Room. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is a very, very, very disrespectful list. I mean, the the names on here that he has above Jared Goff is just 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 ridiculous. I mean, just just looking at the names. I mean, I like Mac Jones, but come on, Mac Jones is ahead of Jared Goff. Andy Dalton is ahead of Jared Goff. Daniel Jones is ahead of James Goff. Thirty for thirty, James Winston is ahead of James Goff. Tyson Hill, he has two quarterbacks for the for the New Orleans Saints above Jared Goff. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the, the guy who who is a known, you know, bridge quarterback. All he is is a bridge quarterback. His whole damn career is a bridge quarterback. He has him above Jared Goff. This this list is just Sam Darnold is above Jared Goff. Like uh, Big I, Ben at his age right now too. Big Ben at his age, like I, I get what he's done, but come on, man! Like this list is just is just ridiculous. He pretty much has Jared Goff as like the third worst starting quarterback in the NFL, which is uh, absurd. Like this is crazy. Andy Dalton, huh? What? Yeah. Andy Dalton? I, like, I think I, I, I'm I think lost. it's absurd. I think it's absurd that we're already putting rookie quarterbacks over you taking a snap like Trevor Lawrence. Mac Jones and Zach Wilson all above oh, Jared Goff right now. I just think it's a bit rich. This this is crazy. This is this list is just it's like he's like, all right, let me just find a way to shit on the Lions. And this is this is the way he do it. There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston? Thirty for thirty, James are we talking about the same quarterback? Taysom Hill? Can he even throw the ball? I, I just want to know what the list is based on. Like, what are we basing the list on? Are we listing it off potential? Are we listing off what we've seen? There's, what, not, there's what, no way he's going what, off what he's seen because he hasn't seen diddly squat from Mac Jones. Like, that's so, what, yeah. And, you know, I like Mac Jones. Yeah, no, you know, we haven't seen anything from Lawrence. We haven't seen anything from Wilson. None of those guys. So, like, oh it has my to be Lord. just potential because, like, potential? Uh, see, 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 the, Ryan Patrick. These are what I hate about these lists by these big media outlet people. I'm sorry, Pierre. I'm going to get you involved right now. One second. But I, this is what I hate about these big lists from big media outlet people because 
there's no premise behind these lists. They just throw out shit out there, and they're like, hey, uh, Jared Goff, let's, let's, get, let's get the media talking a little bit. Let's throw on him at 31. And I'm not here to back up Jared Goff like that, but 31? That's just disrespectful. That, that is, is disrespectful. There's only 32 teams. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> to, say both, to say both New Orleans Saints quarterbacks are talented to Jared Goff is, just, is beyond me. It is beyond me. Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill is a receiver. The only quarterbacks in his eyes Jared Goff is better than is Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, and Tua Tagovailoa. That, that's the only starting quarterbacks he has. I mean, and, and I, I guess he's really low on Justin Fields because he had Justin Fields at 39. Yeah. Well, he liked Kellen Mond over Justin Fields. Remember the pre-draft process? Yeah, yeah he it was has, one of them. He has him ahead of him. This yeah. is – what is, what, what is, is this fantasy football? This has to be fantasy football. There's no way this is real life. You would figure. But, like, <laughs> this, no, this no. This, this, is, this is just a legit football list. Just this top-ranked quarterbacks. Peter, what's your thoughts on this, man? Yo, so Chris Sims, like, has said before he smokes weed, and I have something to say for him. They are the weed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, I, I think this. I think this is more than weed. This has to be more than weed. You gotta. You gotta get. Yo. The, you gotta get the Thunder Virgin when he says weed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all jokes aside, but I'm looking at this list, bro. First of all, I see Kyler Murray over Matthew Stafford. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. I'll get that out the way. Um, I see Joe Burrow at 17. I don't agree with that. I see Cam at 20. Cam, yeah, that that is ridiculous. Cam, like, before his shoulder injury, bro, he was a really good quarterback. But now the dude can't even throw. And he's at 20. Um, Taysom Hill, Ryan Fitzpatrick, no. Jimmy G and Goff to me are, like, the same tier. Um, Daniel Jones, hell no. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, okay, that's fine, like, where they're at. I don't have a problem with that. But Jared Goff, like, should be higher than them. Exactly. I agree um, with that. Mac Jones and Andy Dawn, get the fuck out of here, bro. He has <laughs> Trey Lance and Justin Fields at 38 and 39 and Kellamond ahead of him. What? Okay, so it was – that's what I thought. It, it was, I didn't know if it was just one of Fields or Lance. It was both of them then. He had, he had yeah, Kellamond ranked above both Fields and Lance in the pre-draft sure process. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I don't really think, like, Goff is, like, top 10. But, like you said, he's somewhere, like, in that 15 to 20-ish range, some, somewhere around there. Like, he's in that – uh, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, um, tier to me. Carson Wentz, I would say. Carson Wentz. I think even Sam Dar- Darnold at 19, bro. Like, what? Yeah. Darnold hasn't done shit. That's what I'm saying. If you are going to rank Darnold that high, I- I'm okay with it. But you have to put Jared Goff in around the same conversation if you're going to put Darnold in that conversation. Because if anything, you're basing on what you're going to see off Sam Darnold. Jared Goff has proved way more than Sam Darnold has. In his in his career so far, and it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I can see why he's down on him though, because Goff didn't really have the best year the past couple years or whatever it is. And the situation he's going to is obviously yeah. not the most ideal situation. Right. Well, well, uh, the running game is going to be good, but the receivers are just not all that. But let me ask you, what did Andy Dalton do in the past couple years? No, that. I, but Dalton is in the right spot. He's at twenty nine. Like to me, that's not wrong. But like. Goff shouldn't but, be at 31, though. But, Jared, yeah, Andy Dalton in front of Jared Goff is pitiful. It's actually yeah. pitiful. Andy I Dalton's mean, been worse. Than Andy Dalton was bad. Like, Andy Dalton was real bad last year. Terrible. I mean, I, I know he missed some games. Got He had, the, I believe, a concussion. But yeah. 
I mean, he was bad before and after the concussion. Like, once Dak got hurt, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys were done. Their season was done. Dalton didn't give him a legitimate shot to, to win the East, even in that terrible division. Like, you just knew yeah. they didn't have a chance. They didn't seem like a real, like, team to even win the division. I mean, he gave them no hope, at least from an outside perspective. I don't know how Cowboys fans felt. I would assume they agreed with me. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't see in any world where Jared Goff is the 31st-ranked quarterback in the NFL. And like I said, I'm not the highest guy on Jared Goff, but when I see something like that, that's just that, that's just disrespectful. That's just straight-up disrespectful. That, that is. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's something I'm, you know, you're a Lions fan. You're used to this shit. You're used to, you know, being underrated. So it, it is what it is, man. I think Jared Goff is definitely going to show him this year that he's way better than the 31st All right. quarterback. Is, is it just, is, hold, on, hold on real quick. Is it just me or do these big media outlets just try to pick on Detroit because they know they're going to get like the attention from us? Like they, the Lions fan base is going to respond yeah. to this type of stuff. <laughs> so I feel like, that, like it's almost a ratings game at some point. Like I hate to say it, but I just, I have, that's how I feel. I really do. And yeah, I mean the same thing with our head coach. I mean, I forgot which website it was, but they had um Dan Campbell ranked as the second worst head coach going into this league. That's fine. Like I understand that because he really hasn't proven anything yet. So I understand like, the Dan Campbell disrespect more than anything, but the Jared Goff thing as a bottom three quarterback in the league, it doesn't make sense to me. But Dan Campbell, I mean, you could see why people could be pessimistic about it. Like I, I could see that side of it, why people don't want to buy in. Obviously, he's only been an interim head coach. He's not an X and O type of guy, which is very important to today's NFL. So I see why people are lower on Campbell. But I think when we see lists where Jared Goff is the bottom three starting quarterback in the NFL, I have a problem with that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. To me, he's average, but I don't think like he's like trash, like they have him on this list. To me, he's average. No, I agree with that. They have him as the bottom of the map. I I mean, when we we start putting him in the conversation with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, I just think it's a bit of a stretch. I think it's disrespectful, to be honest. Like, Jared Goff, we we know we say football, like, is a team sport, but he's a winner, too. Like, he's won at L.A. Um, he was a number one pick out of Cal. Yeah. So he's a winner, bro. It's just... And also, so far, so good. Like, I haven't heard anything negative so far. So I just can't wait to see how he plays on the field. I, I just I've heard some negatives about um, the receivers, but that's the story for another day. Yeah, I heard negative about the receivers, but as far as Jared Goff... They say that he's playing. Well, I mean, it's been yeah. He's had a good camp. Nothing. He had a good or camp a good so mini far. Camp, yeah, good mini camp. So we'll see how he looks in training camp in the past exactly, exactly. and stuff like that. All right, I want to bring up this second topic, and it's still involving Jared Goff, but just fading away from Chris Sims because there's no need to give that list any attention. And and, and trust me, guys, if this list came out any point during the season, I would even spend a lick on it. Would have not even spent a lick on it because I, if, you guys know me, I hate giving attention to people I could clearly see just trying to do this for retweets or just trying to be a bold strategy. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that comes off as ignorant, but that's how I really feel. Because I know people like this, and the media stuff do this type of stuff. <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but I really, be, I really believe this. So it's just like, it pisses me off when we see bold stuff like this and just drawing a bunch of retweets and they're getting a bunch of clicks on their articles it's not positive stuff, but they're getting what they want out of it. And I hate talking about this type of stuff. So uh, I, I guess I'm part of the problem as well because I'm bringing it up. But trust me, if this was any part of the relevant point of the NFL offseason, I wouldn't even spend a lick on it. That's why I didn't even spend a lick on Chris Sims' top four during the draft because it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean – I was, I was going to say, I wish we could like get him on here just so you could explain this goddamn list. No, I wanted to, no, I, I wanted to, here, oh, wait, wait, wait. Not to me. I don't, I don't care if he explains it to me. But like – where, where is the premise behind this list? Because yeah. there is no premise behind this list. It doesn't make sense. I just, I just want his, his chain of th- like his thought. Like, yeah, I agree. I where, know his where thought in process. what world does he have Mac Jones, Andy Dalton, James Winston, Taysom? Okay, I'll, I'll shoot them an email. I'll shoot him an email. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't get it. I, I'm, I'm just lost. curious. I'm just curious as well. Right. Where is the thought process behind this list? And it seems like that now with just Chris Sims. Chris trying to just single out Chris Sims, even though I think he's part of the problem. I want to know the premise of sometimes what the media does. I'm not trying to call out names right now, but I, I, I'm just really curious. Uh, like, I'm honestly very curious what's the premise behind all these stuff. But okay. Most of it is clickbait, in my opinion. That's that's exactly what I'm yeah, saying. And it, pisses, and it pisses me off. Because, like, these people, I feel like I'm not trying to, like, doubt what they do or don't do, but it just seems like there's not – putting much work work into these like you know lists and stuff like that and yeah. i'm not saying i have to agree 100 percent with the list because we're not all going to have 100 percent the same opinion but that's fine but i just want to know the premise behind this list because it really doesn't make any sense to me it really makes zero sense to me so i don't know okay real quick question uh, t- uh tyler um lamar jackson has six do you think he should be six 
I think it's a bit high. I, I think it's a bit high, but like I said, I'm not going to agree 100% with the list, and that's fine. I'm not saying whatever my list is going to be, everyone has to agree with, or you're wrong. Like, that's not what I'm saying right now. I see the logic where you have Lamar Jackson as a top 10 quarterback. I personally don't, hmm. but that's that's fine with me. I don't that's, look. That's fine. That's good coming from you, Tyler. <laughs> I thought you were going to shit on him. <laughs> no, it's not something I necessarily agree with, but like you know, I see the premise behind that, so like I'm okay with that. It just Jared Goff at 31 doesn't make sense to me, and a lot That's of the other stuff doesn't make sense to me. So, all right, what's it? What, we have another topic. What's, you said you had another topic. What's going on, man? Okay, so Jared Goff, I want to know what does Jared Goff have to do to be a franchise quarterback? And we've talked about this in like some side conversation, but I want to spend kind of a whole segment on it. So, what does Jared Goff have to do in this 2021 season? to kind of be like he's the guy. And where Lions fans are all kind of bought in. Because right now, you know, Jared Goff, the Lions fan base, I think is very, you know, it's either 50-50. You're, you're optimistic about the guy. But I think most Lions fans are on the boat. It's like, let's just see what he has and we'll, we'll go from there. Like, I don't think anybody right now, at least I don't know anybody, Sherhan says, Jared Goff is the guy for sure for the long run. Like, I don't think there's that person right now. I, I, I know this is a big proving year for Jared Goff. I think the front office really believes that as well. So I kind of am just curious, what does Jared Goff have to do this year where he gets the confidence from the front office, more importantly, and then I would say the fan base as well, people like us, and then obviously just around the whole fan base. So I'm going to start off with Pierre on this one. So what does Jared Goff have to do this year? Um, Kind of show he's like a franchise quarterback. To me, he's not, but if, if he wants to stay here, he needs to show that, like, when you're down, like, in, down in the two minutes, like, you come up clutch. When your team needs you, you show up. When your team needs a leader, you're there. Like, I want to see that, right? Like, we saw when Driscoll came in, when Stafford went down, he could not execute the two-minute offense. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see a guy who's clutch. I want to see a guy who's not scared to, like, take hits. And he's not scared to take hits. I want to see a guy who steps up in big moments. I want to yeah. see a guy who, like, makes those big-time throws when you need them. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't want to I, see, like, picks and fumbles all the time and stuff like that. Yeah, to, just to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, because I, I agree with that a lot. And it's just that I kind of want to see Jared Goff, like you said, you know, make big-time throws and where, you know, he's just not kind of getting carried, which is kind of the term and, like, just – what people think has happened with his time on the Rams, not to disrespect him because at the end of the day, he won ball games there and he went to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Obviously, he didn't win, the, win it there. But the whole thing with Jared Goff's career right now, I would say, is that he's kind of been, you know, carried. That's that's what he, he's been known for. I'm not saying that's what I necessarily say is, but I kind of – I'm on the boat with that, right? You know, he's always had a pretty solid defense. He's always has has always had a very strong run game and just had a very good offense around him to build to his strengths. But, you know, every quarterback to a certain degree is a is a franchise quarterback. Like, you know, you're gonna cater to your quarterback in any way. The Rams really catered to, to Jared Goff and they did it really well. So it's gonna be interesting, um, how the Lions could cater to Jared Goff and if he could be that system quarterback for them and if he could kind of you know show that he could be that franchise guy like you said you know you know make some big time throws but at the end of the day it's coming it's going to come down to winning ball games and obviously this year expectation winning ball games is going to be really tough for Jared Goff so I I, I'm not going to put too much pinpointing on winning ball games on Jared Goff this year and it's going to be more of 
you know, what do we see in those games where if I could take something away from it? If the Lions lose a game where they score 30 points, I think we could take a positive out of Jared Goff. And I'm like, okay, like, what if we had a different piece on defense? Like, what if we had a, a better corner? I don't know. I'm just throwing an example out there. And, you know, he gave us a legitimate shot to win. Like, I, you know, it, it's going to come down to situation. So I'm just – I'm concerned, you know, uh, if, if Jared Goff could be that guy as well and if he could make those big-time throws and how he's going to react to the situation where, you know, straight up, this is not the Rams. This is not what he's had. This is a lot different from what he's had. And it's going to be a lot different. So, you know, I'm just very, you know – intrigued to see what Jared Goff does this year. I think it's going to be very interesting. And kind of like Pierre, I'm on the boat right now where I'm leaning towards he's not going to be that franchise guy. But, hey, I mean, he's got a whole year and maybe even another second year to to prove he could be that guy. He's getting a fair opportunity, I believe. So, you know, it's it's his shot to lose or, or take it. So um, oh, I'm not shifting yeah, over to, no. add to that, though. Um, yeah. I wanted to be the guy, right? I like, bro, if you have your franchise quarterback on the roster – at the age of 26 or 27, whatever it is, under contract, you can't really beat that. Like, imagine, like, if he turns out like a franchise quarterback, you get your first-rounders, and you get Jared Goff. I mean, oh, you yeah. can't beat that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think in every, you know, good scenario, it's why would you want to find another quarterback? Like, that's the whole goal right. is to find your quarterback and roll with it. Exactly. You know, and then that would be very ideal with Jared Goff because he was part of a trade, and then the Lions would have to use draft capital on another quarterback, or maybe have to move up in the draft to get a quarterback. So yeah, I 100. I think every Lions fan believes that they want Jared Goff to be the guy. It's just I think there's more hesitant if he is the guy, and I think that's where me and you kind of stand right now. Yeah, I don't really believe when Brad Holmes said he's the guy. I think that's kind of like GM talk or whatever. Like you're not going to tell your quarterback. Oh, yeah, he's just a bridge guy. We're going to draft a guy next year. I don't think you'll say that to the media. That would, like, kill your quarterback's um, confidence. Word I'm looking for confidence, yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. Malcolm, you got anything? Yeah. Um, as far as, like, what does he have to do? It's, it's tough. He's not going to be able to pre- please everybody. You know, I don't think that he's going to be able to please the coaching staff and the fans at the same time. Now, do I think he's going to be able to please the coaching staff? I think he can. Now, when it comes to the fans, the fans, I mean, you know how the fans are. You have some of those fans that just want to see, you know, the W's and the W's. It boils down to, are you going to win? I mean, that's why we had those those type of fans that didn't like Stafford. Because it, it boiled down to, Stafford never won. You know, that's why they, you know, Stafford could have put up a great game and have a great season, but it boils down to that he didn't win. So they, they trashed Stafford for that. So I don't think he's going to be able to please those type of fans this year because it's not looking like we're, we're trending to have a great season this year. I mean, just just to be honest with you, it's not trending that we're going to have a great season. So I don't think he's going to be able to please the fans, those type of fans, as just looking for the W's and losses. But, I mean, I still look at Jared Goff as a really good as – a, as a solid quarterback, and that's just me. I mean, you look at his career numbers, it, 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 his numbers are is up there with everybody, I mean, as far as number-wise. And I think he – you know, with the right system, I think he could be a really good quarterback. So – We'll see how they treat him. We know how's the running game now. If we don't have a running game, the running game looks like how it was, you know, the past twenty years where we don't have a running game. Yeah, it's gonna be really tough on Jared Goff. He's gonna look really bad if we don't have a running game. But if this is a di- different system, different regime, different, you know, uh, different philosophy on running this ball, and to say we have a running game, 
say for some reason if we have a top, let's say a top five rushing attack offensively. You know, we never seen that shit in Detroit since Barry Sanders. What if? Oh, he's back. What if we have a top five? Why do we have a top five rushing attack? Let's say if Swift breaks out for 1,500 yards. Who knows what Jared Goff is going to look like? Jared Goff could have a hell of a year. You know, Jared Goff is not, again, he's not a scrub. He's a guy who been to the Pro Bowl twice. He had two, he, you know, he led the Rams to two top five offenses many, you know, multiple times. So I don't look at Jared Goff as a scrub. I, I do think he can make the throws. I think in the right system, he could be a really good quarterback. He's shown in, you know, his career, he's been a really good quarterback. I mean, he has a career passer rating of 91. So I, 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 that's why I don't get why there's so much of, oh, he's, 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 he's okay, but he has a career well, he rating. Okay. He has a career passer rating of 91. I mean, how many quarterbacks right now in the past six years have a passer rating of one above 90? Not I don't know, but, but what you brought up is interesting because I was thinking about this, like just kind of thinking about it. So the Lions are probably going to have a really good running game. That's what we think. I think teams are going to dare yeah. the Lions to throw just because the receivers aren't that good. Um, and, like, basically the O-line is – I mean, they're big up front. They want to run the ball. Anthony Lynn loved to run the ball in L.A. So he was also, he's also a former running game coordinator, running backs coach. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, what if? There's a lot of what ifs. So we have a top 10 rushing attack. I think Jared Goff's going to have a hell of a year. I think we could see Jared Goff for many other years if we have a top rushing attack. I think if we have a top rushing attack, I think Jared Goff is going to play well, well enough to keep his job. Let's say it that way. So, so could you see kind of like a Ryan Tannehill situation where you? Were I was just think, like, I was just thinking the same exact thing. Absolutely, right now. I, I don't see, I don't see why not. Absolutely, and it boils down to if we're going to have a running running attack. If, if we again, if our running game looks like how it's been the past twenty years, no, we probably not see Jared Goff here because. If, if we can't get a running game going and relying the whole offense on Jared Goff and his weapons offensively with the wide receivers we have, it's going to be bad. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, gonna be, it's not going to be pretty. But if there's some balance and they're, they're able to run the ball, I can see Jared Goff. I can see TJ Hawkinson have a great year. I can see Jared Goff having a great year. And, I can see, and those two running backs, I, I don't see why not. Why, why can't we have a solid running game? Now, right. <laughs> I said this before. But I really mean this this time. If we can't get this running game going with these two backs, shit, I don't think this is ever going to happen, bro. This is just never going to happen. This is a curse. It's just no matter what we do, you could beef up the offensive line. You could have two solid running backs. You can't get a running game going. Like, if, if this is not the year, shit. I mean, like, they'll get it going, man. They'll get it going. The, the they problem have with the, to. the problem with the lines is if they take one injury to that offense, it's it just seems like it's like. It's gonna be a struggle. Like an offensive line or something, or yeah, like running back. I would say they're fine. Like if Swift had to miss, let's say a game or two, or like if it's that short term IR, I feel like they would be okay. Like maybe, but I think if they take one hit to the offensive line, I mean, I don't it, know. Maybe, it depends maybe, where. Like, yeah, it, it, really de- it really depends where. Yeah, if Big V goes like, down, you can now, uh, Greg now is a guy you can't replace. Hawkinson is a guy you can't replace. Like, who um, goes to that, center? Like, well, well I mean, we have solid – I mean, Darren Fells yeah, – remember, Darren Fells – I, I, I know that, but Darren Fells is a hell of a tight end. You know, he was a starting tight end for the Texans. That's right. Yeah. But you All right. So, like, yeah, I think we could survive a couple of games without Hawk if we yeah, go down like, to it. I, I don't know. If, if, they keep Crosby, if, they keep, if they keep Crosby, we have a hell of a swing tight end who could step in on the tackle, end tackle. tackle. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I think it. they're fine there. It's just – I don't know. 
it's the interior. I think bit. I think defensively they can't take any. They definitely all can't that, take all any that. Hits. All that too, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think defensively. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's knock on wood first, so like, this yeah, shit doesn't happen. Okay, okay. I want to I want to alter another question to you guys though. So you know how we mentioned Tannehill. If he had, if Jared Goff could have the Tannehill effect, where you know Tannehill is not a quarterback who will win you by himself. He he needs obviously the support, but he he has the opportunity to thrive when he's catered, and we we've seen that with Jared Goff. So okay, so now I'm going to alter the question. Could you win a Super Bowl? We're going to go as far as winning a Super Bowl. With a Tannehill type quarterback, so a guy you have to alter your offense around. But if you alter the offense perfectly around, could you win a Super Bowl? Because right now we're in an era of football where it almost seems like if you're not a dominant quarterback, like a Josh Allen or Deshaun Watson or a Tom Brady or Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, just throwing out some names, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously missing a couple, but like if you're not one of the elite of the elite or a dominant quarterback, it just almost seems like it's hard to win football games now. Uh, so I, I want to alter the question: Do you guys still think there's room for, you know, you could win a Super Bowl with a, I want to say an above average to an average quarterback like Nick Foles did a couple of years ago? So I want to: Do you guys think it's still possible to win a Super Bowl in this era of football? Uh- yeah. I think it is, bro, but everything, like, has to be almost perfect. Like, it's really hard. When yeah. you have that elite quarterback or that great quarterback, whatever it is, he takes off the pressure. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it's tough because we're in an era right now. It's like if you're not elite, it's so tough to win. It's so tough to win. I'll say this with Goff. Like, if he looks okay and the Lions have the number one pick and they, like, love a quarterback, there's, like, say there's a quarterback that comes out of nowhere this year and he looks elite and they have the number one pick. Bro, I think you have to take that pick, even if Goff looked okay. What are you th- what's your thoughts on that, Malcolm? Can you win? Can you win? Is it what you're asking? Now, it all depends because you've seen this many times. It all depends on can the quarterback get hot down the stretch. I mean, yeah, that's, seen, that's very true. We've seen quarterbacks look average, and then I don't know where they take off. Like weeks 15, 16, 17, carry that shit to the playoffs, and they're just untouchable. Eli Manning. Yep. We saw fucking um, Nick Foles. Kurt, Kurt Warner did it when he took Arizona Cardinals to the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, Nick Foles just a couple years ago. Nick Foles, um, Joe Flacco. Yep, that's good. I one. mean, those guys, if you get hot at week 15, 16, 17, you take that shit to the playoffs, no matter where you are, it could be a wild card. You're yeah. just busting teams. Out. You're going to the to their home and you're just busting their ass because that quarterback is just hot. So is there a chance that Jared Goff could get that type of fire in him towards the end of the year? You know, one of these years? You never know. I mean, I, I don't know. I want to see Jared Goff. I want to see him take a snap. I want to see him play uh, – is it possible? It could happen to any quarterback, to be honest with you, man. It's all depends if they could catch fire at the right time. Yeah, so I do think it's possible. We saw Nick Foles do it. Nick that, Foles. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm just kind of translated just like from the last couple of years because it seems like the last couple of years is like if you're not the elite of the elite, you're not even making like the NFC or AFC championship. You're not even making championship Sunday. No, it's just not. like it's like very tough. Obviously, we saw Tan Hill a couple of years ago made championship Sunday, lost to the Chiefs. But it's just like, could you take that next step now in today's NFL without elite quarterback? We're in an era, I feel like if you're not the super of the elite elite, you're not even making championships Sunday. But overall, I mean, I think, you know, we saw Tannehill a couple of years ago. and He made the AFC Championship. Obviously, didn't get past the hump and beat the Chiefs. But I think it's still possible to win a Super Bowl with 
I would say an above average to average quarterback, which I think Jared Goff's ceiling is to be an above average quarterback. I think that's a ceiling. I think you could still have the potential to win with an above average to average quarterback, but like Peter said, it's definitely a lot tougher to do it because you have to have everything around your team essentially almost perfect. And it just it, it's going to really boil down to your general manager of how good your general manager is. And if he could build that perfect team, it's a lot more pressure, obviously. But I think it is still possible. But it's a lot tougher, I would say, in today's NFL just with how many elite quarterbacks we have now and yeah. how, how those guys could take over the game. Yo. Yes. Okay, you guys want uh, to wrap, wrap this it up? Bad boy up or yeah. any questions or Yeah, uh anyone like have questions down there in the lobby? Not the lobby, um the chat room. The chat, yeah, I'm sorry. Tonio, Cedric, any questions? If not I'm just happy for this culture change. Yeah. Alright. So it looks like uh no questions. With that being said, I'm out. Hope you guys all enjoyed and we will be back later this week for another Spotify Green Room. Come join us live if you haven't been joining us live, if you've just been listening to this. So come join us live. We usually record around, I would say, around 9.30 Eastern time, give or take. Follow us on social media. Uh, we, we always update that. So hope you guys all enjoyed again. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy, Malcolm. And if you missed our last episode, we did a trivia. It was me versus Tyler. That episode is going to be released probably in the next 20 minutes or so. So if you missed it, grab your popcorn um, and make sure you tune in and listen. Pretty funny episode. It was just a trivia between me and Tyler. I'm not going to tell you um, who won because um, you don't want to spoil it. But yeah, the episode it will be out in the next 15, about 15, 20 minutes. And I'm going to have this episode out shortly as well. So, all right, guys. Um, yeah, I'm out. Peace. <laughs>